0: Head over to Bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. And it is everybody's favorite day of the week, Sunday. Unless you're listening to this on not Sunday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they probably aren't.
0: No, I can't imagine people are... Well, first of all, you'd have to be on the West Coast, because it goes up pretty late. Yeah, Or Hawaii. Or Alaska.
1: Yep, yep. Or yep.
0: across the international dateline. But then it would already be... It would be Monday, Monday already. so... Sorry, it's not Sunday, everyone. Mostly. up. <gasps> oh, let me turn the AC off. It's gonna get a little... Don't want you guys uh, hearing the hum of the 70 degrees. Yep. Well, here we are. Another week older. Another week wiser. Are we? I don't know. We're definitely another week older. For sure. I feel like seven weeks older. I'm yeah. very... um, You know. Look, work was a... Uh, Lengthy this week. Luckily, I didn't have to do any podcasts after work.
1: Yeah, it was lengthy. I
0: was I, I was in bed quite a bit at like uh, between nine and ten, mm-hmm. um, and home at like
1: eight thirty. S- yeah, I know. <laughs> so
0: it, it, it was what it was. Not a ton new to report. Um, got to do bedtime with Henry on Friday. We got home. I got home a little bit. Really,
1: he does ask for you pretty much all day.
0: I mean, I would ask for me too. <laughs> I ask for home a lot. I'm like, "Where's home? Home, home."
1: But then, do you say ka ka?
0: I don't. Um, I should. Start you should that.
1: because you go home in your ka.
0: I do. I go home my like ka. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, he says tita tita and then we say yes. tita went to work, and then he says ka ka, and I say yes. Dita went to work in his car and then sometimes he runs to the window that overlooks the driveway yeah just and like see. looks out i'm like yeah that is where his car goes when he sure when he comes home
0: i know that when i got home he really was like wanted to make sure that the car had also come back yeah
1: he but does love the car
0: he's gonna get really <laughs> bummed out when either of our cars end up uh, like uh, needing a service appointment or something and we somehow come back without the car
1: oh gosh yeah that's gonna be very upsetting
0: tbd guys we'll let you know how that pans out
1: he also he when he asks for Holly, his nanny, like on the weekends, mm-hmm. he says ha 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 ha, and I say yep, she's at home today, and he says ka ka, <laughs> and I say yes, yes, she, she lives she probably, in her car. She probably is driving around in her car, that's, and when she comes back, she will be in her
0: car. That's do you think that that's what Henry thinks she does all weekend? She just is constantly driving.
1: Yeah, probably. Like, I mean,
0: do you think she that? Do you think he thinks that she drives in a giant uh like? Two thousand mile loop,
1: yeah, probably on the weekend.
0: that just like I'm leaving here, but I'm coming back, so I must drive in a large circle. Well,
1: I mean, he can't conceive of like her apartment, right? You know, that's that's not a place that he could imagine. So, Uh, like, as send him there, as existing,
0: so he can have it in his head.
1: I think they they went to a park in Santa Monica the other day, and good. I think they might have stopped. We went to apartment.
0: a park today. We did. Um, we had a big morning, everybody. I got up with Henry and tried to let Dory sleep, but you know, so much, so much sleeping she can do when Henry's just going, mama, mama, mama at like, I don't know, seven Oh five in the morning. It's true. In, in the kitchen, it's a couple of rooms over, but he, he carries. It's high pitched. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I mean, what did we do this morning? He wanted f- a lot of blocks this morning.
1: He's very into blocks these days.
0: Yes, uh, he's into his Lego towers. Which he's like, I think he's. I think today he had eight.
1: Did he? Did he build the no. block tower? Okay. No. no. <laughs> so I was like, that is a really high tower. No, that was, that was dead <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh. Okay. Because
0: he wanted the blocks and he didn't touch them, and I was like, you know, we can play with these, and I started playing with them, and then. Although this morning he really pulled a fast one on me because I'd changed, obviously changed him when he woke up. But then 15 minutes later he asked to be changed again after he had built like a eight Duplo tall tower, started carrying that around with him and then he wanted to get changed. And then he left the room. He just ran out of his bedroom.
1: And <laughs> he I, was got like, you. I
0: was like, Henry, we came out here to get changed. Remember we want to change your diaper. And he just was like, he looked at me and I was like okay and then he went into his room and I put him up on the changing table he wasn't that fussing
1: Hmm.
0: and then I looked and I was like hang on I wasn't even wet (laughs) you just tricked me
1: well you know what he does now when we're talking to my parents no if he's like okay I'm done with this conversation Mm -hmm. he'll start like banging on the door to the bathroom from the playroom and I'll be like no we're gonna stay in the playroom for another few minutes we're gonna talk to Nana and Saba and then he'll start waving goodbye (laughs)
0: He's into that. Right now. He really does. He's like he's waving goodbye quite a bit. Uh, he
1: waves goodbye to random people at the park.
0: We yes, he people start if people exit the gate of the park, <laughs> he waves. He waves to them,
1: <laughs> and they don't wave back. They don't wave back. And
0: yeah, so today this morning we went out to. The, I took I took my camera. I'm really like a weekend dad photographer at this point, it's sort of what I do. Uh sorry but I'm getting a spam call from a number that's fairly close to my own. <laughs> um so I you know I was out there. Nice overcast light today, perfect for taking pictures, but he was really uh what would I say, a scamp?
1: He was very scampish.
0: He was running around everywhere we weren't he decided to be. <laughs> um so and then today he like He's, he's fast. Like, he's faster than you'd think. Especially if I'm, like... If I have my camera bag on my back... Right. And a camera in my hands.
1: You can't really sprint after him. I can't him. really...
0: You know, I can, I can sort of do a, a, a light jog after him, but he's faster than a light jog. And, like, Dory was... Dory was uh, doing something on the other side of the playground. She was, like, you know, doing what Dory does. She's engaged with the world. I'm not. Um, and I... She's, she's, she uh, rightfully assumed Oh, my husband has my son I did
1: <laughs> I did assume that
0: And I, uh, I He opened the gate And then he just bolted He just ran He was like, I'm gonna go up the street So he's like Luckily, we were in a, it was a cul-de-sac And uh, there weren't any cars But before he got to the actual street Where there could be cars I, I got him and I brought him and I was like, Do you wanna do you wanna get in the car? And then he just started waving goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so we got in the car. And then we took a family trip to the grocery store. First one ever. Yeah. Did you realize that?
1: Wait, first one ever? Even yeah. in the before times?
0: Even in the before times. First one where we all had we were all in there together. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Wow. 'Cause I would always in the before times I I would often just go myself.
1: Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Just well like, yeah, and in the before times I feel like I didn't I didn't know if he would feel okay sitting in a cart. Right. But now he's like old enough to do that.
0: Yeah. Um so it was the first today was wow. the first day we were all in a store together.
1: That's exciting for us.
0: Yeah, really, you know, how'd it go? Well, let me tell you. He first thing we picked up was bread, so he just decided I'm gonna hug this bread. And start chewing on it, so he's just chewing on a bag of bread. Then when I when I said, "Okay, we're done with the bread," he he he's good at like putting things in the cart, mm-hmm. like if you give him something to put in the cart. But then I made the mistake of handing him the chocolate dark chocolate covered almonds, and uh, while Dory was off getting vegetables, uh, he dropped them and they exploded on the floor.
1: Were they not sealed? I don't understand. how They were how sealed, this happened. but it was
0: the impact of them dropping from the heart. The cut height Ah, of the cart
1: i see i see i see uh
0: and then i was like i was bet we were in beverly hills uh at the supermarket you know we decided to really just live it up this morning and drive to a better place (laughs) (laughs) but i
1: would argue that that supermarket was inferior it
0: was but like also like i was on my knee like i i bet i knelt down to like pick up the stuff that henry had thrown on the floor and this woman comes by like oh you don't have to do that they're gonna someone's gonna don't worry about it
1: Someone, oh like another customer yes. in the store Someone was will like come, Someone don't will do come that. clean it
0: <laughs> and i was like i know but like you know i gave him to the baby and the baby he's like oh no she's you're still a hero to her and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy the guy came like almost like second a second later with like the big broom and I think he was also confused by me trying to clean up a mess.
1: <laughs> He's like, that's never been done. <laughs> like,
0: well, we made the mess. I thought I would clean it up. <laughs> I also think it's like, you know, if Henry sees, I like, I like that. he. I like him to see the consequences of his, mm, mm-hmm, um, you know, I don't even know. It wasn't, I don't think it was a purposeful throw, but again, I had looked down for two. So I looked away for two seconds and, uh, then explosion of well, I mean, it chocolate. was
1: purposeful in the sense of like he was probably like, "Oh, if I drop like it'll be it'll make a good noise if I drop these on the floor." Yeah, not like I'm going to try to break the container. Right,
0: right. So I, but I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I prefer that he sees that someone has to clean something, and why not be me? <laughs> Apparently, faux pas, faux pas at that Ralph's. Everybody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, so, you know, it was a a real, real adventure.
0: But we will say, the Ralphs on Doheny and Beverly. uh, Beverly, Not great. It's a garbage. It's a garbage Ralphs. Yeah. And it's not like, and I don't mean that Ralphs is, I mean that the selection was so minimal.
1: I also found it to be a very cramped store. It
0: was very cramped, and it was like, like, (laughs) what was it I was looking for? I was like, oh, gotta go get my reduced fat wheat thins. And they didn't, they didn't have any. It was just regular Wheat Thins or tomato basil. Well, let me just say, if you're out there buying tomato basil Who Wheat is Thins. was buying
1: tomato basil Wheat Thins? Gross you. Although, you know what they did have? No, I They don't. had a 10-pound bag of King Arthur unbleached all-purpose flour.
0: Yeah, that's true. That,
1: yeah. Was, that was big. I was not expecting them to have that.
0: I do like the uh, baking selection at Smart and Final. Have you ever been to mm. their baking section? I mean, you could get like a probably a 50-pound bag if you wanted. Whoa. Yeah. Um, But it was really cramped, And it was like unclear where any of the lines started. Yeah. And there's
1: only like one person doing checkout. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're very nice, helpful, lovely staff. And Henry, of course, waved goodbye when we left. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) It was very funny.
1: He also waves goodbye if you say, Henry, it's time for night nights
0: yes for so his, nap. his nap today <laughs> dory's like okay henry i gonna go get ready for nap and then he just looked at me and was like bye bye <laughs> and then he just like you just watch him get whisked away by you
1: <laughs> no he i didn't even have to whisk him away he ran into no his i mean room. like
0: picking him out of the chair out of his out of out oh of, yeah he yeah was eating yeah
1: and then he just ran into his bedroom yeah he's, but he did the same thing today he he's been getting very emotional before nap what do you
0: mean like, oh, like he didn't care for your song or he did like your song?
1: Well, so I was like, let me see if it was the song. And I start singing the lullaby song. Mm-hmm. And the same, like his his little, his little lips started quivering. Oh, and yeah. I and mean, his, like, his eyes, he started getting a little teary-eyed. And so I stopped and then he clapped, which is usually his sign for like, keep going. So I was like, okay. So I like kept going and he was like... <laughs> it was very weird and I was like all oh, little sensitive emotional Henry.
0: He's you know, he's like uh Keith on the on the on the pottery throwdown show.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: he's really emotional about things.
1: <laughs> Keith is an intense person. The great
0: what is it what is the show called?
1: The Great Pottery Throwdown? Is that what it is? I think it is.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. We've supplemented our bake off with pottery throwdown on hbo max yeah which seems to be just like a channel four competition show that aired for three years at some point you
1: know usually we don't talk about the great british bake-off until the end of the show but we did get an email that i i do just want to read there's no spoilers in it i
0: see okay so you know this is uh unlike us it is unlike us i mean i could i could very easily right now have us take the break and come back from the break Ooh, with the email. the email okay let's do that we'll be right
1: back all right turn off your notifications
0: i'm not done i didn't hit stop yet oh oh my god now they're gonna know that i didn't turn off my notifications (laughs) honey what a foolish way to begin a podcast how do i do that that's this button okay we'll be right back for real this time hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash adventure use the code adventure at checkout trust me your feel thank you okay we're actually back Uh, If you want to email us, you can do so at dorymatt at gmail.com or mattandory at gmail.com. You can call us, 413-461-BABY.
1: You can also uh, email us a voice memo.
0: Yeah, if you don't feel like dialing, uh, punching in one for the country code, you know, international long-distance charges, you want to avoid them, just email us a voice memo.
1: Or if you just want to leave a clear voicemail, you can email us a voice memo.
0: And if you want to send us an audio cassette, uh, that's weird. Don't.
1: Okay, so um, okay.
0: we were talking a bit about Bake Off. Yes,
1: and we got this email that um, was it was reminiscent of a conversation that you and I had last night as we were watching Bake Off. Mm-hmm. Hi, Matt and Dory. I'm writing to you about the Great British Baking Show, mostly because I don't know anyone else watching the current season, and I need to share this thought with someone.
0: Are we weird because we refer to it as Bake Off, which is its actual name? I don't think so. Okay.
1: You brought up how the cake busts were all awful and wow, they really were. But after watching the most current episode, I'm wondering if this is the worst batch of bakers of any season.
0: <laughs> I literally said the same thing to Dory. <laughs>
1: and I was thinking the same thing. They all made terrible brownies and brownies aren't really that hard. Anyway, thanks for being the people I can email this to. And thank you for all of the podcasts you all do. My week is filled with your voices from this podcast forever 35 and star Trek TNC.
0: Wow. Thanks for enjoying the Shafrira catalog.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um, Stephanie, we had the same thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, none of the cakes looked good. Uh, is that true? None of them looked good? Like, two of them looked pretty good.
1: But not, like, amazing. I mean, this
0: was cake week, guys. No, chocolate week. This was chocolate week. Why'd they make cakes? Because it's chocolate week. Whatever. <laughs> um, But, like, you think back to previous seasons, and their showstoppers, like, are very intricate. Like, yeah. someone will build, like, a Ferris wheel out of... Candy or something, yeah. <laughs> um, but this year it all seems very blah. I agree. So,
1: and the brownie situation—this is even. This, I mean, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, uh, but it's look, not really okay. a spoiler.
0: In in Chocolate Week, the the signature bake was uh, was a brownie, and I was just like, no one made a brownie. People attempted brownies. Everyone was. Let me tell you, Prue and Paul. I would say they're being kind to this year. I agree,
1: <laughs>
0: honestly. <laughs> but like everything they ate, they're like, "This is more of a cake than a brownie."
1: Or like, it, "This is raw." <laughs> yes, we can't eat that. that <laughs> this, we
0: can't eat this. It's raw. Um, but I will say it's been uh, other than last week, I have found the the the, the send homes uh, surprising. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm also like, I'm trying to figure out if like the second worst person is always going to go home the next week. I've been noticing that on Pottery Throwdown.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think especially in the first few weeks, like it's, it becomes clear like who the real bottom people yes. are. Although there have been a couple of people on Bake Off who like started at the bottom the first week
0: yeah, and now
1: and are like pretty good. Find their footing. Yeah.
0: I would say, um, oh, this is other update news from last night. Uh, we were going to go to a different place, but we ended up getting pasta again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: update for everyone. Uh, sure they're all on the edge of their seats. No, but
0: that, my real update was going to be about Bo last night. So, Oh, my God. So <laughs> we have um, an automatic gate that we open when people are delivering whatever, you know. So it was po- we got Postmates last night. We got some food for dinner. And that was at like, I don't know. 8.30, I 830 think. p.m. It was late. And we watched uh, the rest of the pottery show. And then, you know, started the wind down for the evening. And Bo wanted to go outside. So Dora was like, don't leave the door open. There's bugs. I was like, okay. And then I... But let Bo out. I came into my office, left the sliding door open. And I see Bo come by every now and then. Just like jingling by. (laughs) Don't think anything of it. And then I go... I'm trying to remember how...
1: I feel like you came inside the house.
0: I did after... When I got... After I got him.
1: Oh, I see.
0: I'm trying to remember how exactly I figured it out. I think I went out to go like... He's probably ready to go in now.
1: And oh, you couldn't find him, and, and looked, then you I saw someone. I looked some down him. the driveway,
0: and I uh, our gate was still open, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, Bo's gone." Um, and I was like, "Bo," and there was a guy walking by, and he's like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Oh no, I'm calling my dog, Bo," <laughs> and then I'm like, I go outside onto the street, and I'm yelling for Bo and then i hear his jingling and i turn and he's coming from the far <laughs> back of the driveway he never left the yard <laughs> he just loti dod <la-di-da-ed. laughs> like hello what's up <laughs> hi dad you need something <laughs> and then I, I was just like i was i was like so first of all actually you know what I have was i saw him coming when as soon as i saw him jingle i closed the gate from outside And then came in and I was like, let's go inside, Bo. And then I said, hey, guess what? The gate was open. (laughs) And Bo did not run away. So, really proud of him. Yeah, me too. For not running away. Thank you. That was another, that's a Bo update.
1: Yeah, it's also, I also have wondered, like before, if the gate was open and he saw someone walking by who he didn't like, like, would he freak out? Because he often, barks so aggressively when he like when someone suspicious walks yes, by
0: or would it come down to like just utter confusion and shock and not really knowing what to do right because Bo really does strike me as an all bark no bite kind of dog yeah except like that one time the pool guy came and Bo was like yeah what do I do, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I'm just I'm, I, I, this man is in my territory I, I'll just stand here and bark <laughs>
1: Although in our old house, he did run towards yes. the people who parked in the back.
0: Yeah. Look, the point is, I really messed up yesterday, guys. I should have had that gate closed. I don't know how I didn't do that. I mean, I do know how I didn't do it, but I don't know. I also don't know how I didn't check.
1: It happens.
0: It's happened twice now. Yeah. That's the second time. And also, Bo has yet to leave.
1: That's true. Yeah. That is true.
0: Thanks, Bo. If you're listening.
1: (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, all right. Should we should we get to some emails?
0: Besides bake off, yes. Yes,
1: okay. Um all right. This is from Anonymous in the UK. Hi Matt and Dory. Hope you're doing well this week. I've written to you before. Please keep me anonymous this time as I need to share a few details about my dear friend in the hope that you and your listeners may have some advice for me. Mm. My friend did a successful round of IVF four to five years ago and had a beautiful baby who was growing into a kind and thoughtful young person. She had three viable embryos at the time. And so having used one, there were two on ice. A couple of years ago, she and her husband decided to go for baby number two. But unfortunately, after two cycles with the frozen embryos, no pregnancy. They thought long and hard and decided that perhaps they were just meant to be a family of three. They made peace with it. And my friend refocused on her successful career. She's a total rock star in her field. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to April of this year when the UK was really beginning to settle into lockdown. Surprise, she's pregnant. Despite initial reservations, they decided to continue with the pregnancy, checking for any fetal abnormalities along the way, of which there have been none detected. The baby is feisty and is obviously determined to come into the world. My friend is now more than halfway through the pregnancy and is struggling to feel excited about the new arrival. She still doesn't feel quite as though it's happening to her. Hmm. There will be moments where I think she's feeling okay about it and others where I worry that she's going to struggle to bond slash suffer with postpartum depression. I will be there for her as much as our restrictions will allow when the baby arrives. Even if that means all I can do to help is to make sure they have groceries and prepare meals for them as a family and, of course, being available to talk on the phone, respond to messages, etc., but I really feel powerless right now and find myself worrying about what I say to her in case it's just completely the wrong thing. Do you or your listeners have any suggestions for how I can be supportive for my friend and if there's anything I should be saying or doing that have not yet? Thank you in advance. You guys are awesome. Lots Anonymous. of love to sweet Henry and Beau. Best wishes from Anonymous in the UK. Uh,
0: that's interesting. It sounds like pre depression.
1: Yeah. Which is a thing. Mm-hmm. Totally a thing. Um, I wonder if she has a therapist she can talk to.
0: Seems to be your answer for everything. Well, I mean, it's a good answer. Yeah, it's a pretty good answer. Thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're also, in, like, it's a hard time to be pregnant. It is.
1: It's a very isolating <laughs> a time a to be pregnant. It's confusing
0: time to be pregnant, I would assume.
1: Um, I mean, the other thing is, like, as someone I know likes to say, don't borrow trouble. Like you're saying you worry that she's going to struggle to bond slash suffer with postpartum depression. Like she might, and she might not, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't think you need to preemptively worry about that for her. Like, I think you can respond when the time comes, if you see signs of um, postpartum depression, but I don't think, I don't think you need to like preemptively worry about that now. And it seems like you're doing all the right things. And you know, you feel powerless right now. Like, I I don't know that it's like.
0: Up to you to be empowered. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, it's not your pregnancy. I know it's your really good friend, but you know, it sounds like she has a supportive partner um, and that you're doing all the right things And, and it's not your job to like, you know, make sure that she, I don't know. It, sound, it sound, I guess it just sounds like you're doing all that you can. And um, I know that this must be hard for you as her friend, but I think you are being a supportive friend right now. So that's what I would say.
0: Um, yeah. Also, I mean, if anyone has like gone through or is going through this and has some advice that is more sage than ours, feel free.
1: Please do. All right. This is from Jenny. Just a brief but heavy question for you both. with all the talking and debating over whether you guys should start a new IVF cycle, wondering why you don't try to at least just transfer your mosaic female embryo and see what happens. Did I miss something? Most mosaic embryos either don't take or result in a healthy baby. I believe the statistics say there's a 40% chance it will take versus 60% with a normal PGS tested embryo. Why not take the chances and transfer the mosaic and only then decide what you want to do if it doesn't take. Seems like it would save you a lot of money and aggravation if it does actually stick. All the best. Jenny living in a 600 square foot, 650 square foot apartment in Long Beach, California with my husband, science baby and toy poodle.
0: That's a lot of people in a poodle in a small Long Beach apartment. It is. Or house. I don't know. She says apartment. Um, Hmm. Oh, well, first of all, it's not mosaic. We always said it was mosaic, but it's not mosaic. Correct. It has Remember?
1: a yeah. It has a segment, segmental deletion, deletion
0: on the long arm of chromosome twenty something. Two deuce deuce.
1: No, just two
0: chromosome deuce. Yep. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? We don't know. Would that it, it likely be? uh, I mean, again, I don't. What do we? Why did we not do that?
1: I mean I brought it up recently and You said absolutely not
0: But didn't they say no they wouldn't do it
1: No they never said they wouldn't do it Dr. Beck doesn't Particularly want to do it right? But if we Told her that was what we wanted to do She would do it
0: Are we sure about that Yeah I see Do you want to do that
1: I mean I said I wanted to do that And you said no
0: just because I thought they wouldn't do that. No. Yeah.
1: Well, they won't. They, they will, I mean.
0: You're sure? Yes. I think you should find out. Okay. That's the answer. The answer to the question is, I'm under the impression that they won't do it. And that's why we haven't done it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's but
1: If they will do it, would you do it? Go ahead. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm saying go ahead, like, because I have nothing to do with it at this point.
1: That's not true.
0: Um, what do you mean? I
1: mean, you would have a baby if it were No,
0: of course, then I would have something to do with it. <laughs> the actual act of, of doing this, I don't, it's not up to me. Do You know what I mean? And I said we weren't doing it because I assumed that they, I remembered that I, incorrectly, I'm guessing.
1: She doesn't, She she would prefer not to do it. Right. But
0: why would we make her do something she prefers not to do?
1: Because she would rather we do another retrieval and try to get a normal embryo.
0: I mean, ideally, sure. A normal embryo would be the way to go. Right. Hmm. Very confused. And you wouldn't want to do it now thinking timing wise why because you'd have if, if it worked then you'd have the baby in the middle of a season of television and I don't what would I do
1: okay well we can I'm
0: just saying out loud <laughs> this is the podcast for it
1: yeah I mean I would like it. like my TNC. my preference would be to do a retrieval but you don't want to do that so yeah here we are
0: I know wait so you don't want to transfer it
1: no I do want to transfer it because you don't want to do another retrieval
0: but I'm if you, if we transfer it and it didn't work your desire to do another tr- retrieval would not go away
1: probably not
0: so I think that's the real rub here
1: I mean, the real rub is that you don't want another kid. That is the rub.
0: Yes, but the more important one is that you do.
1: You keep saying that, and yet you don't do anything to make that happen.
0: I know. we're really trying to wait you out. Yeah, you are. I know. It sucks. <laughs> we're circling here. I'm yeah. Just like, it it, it it's sucks. Like a, it's like a Mexican standoff. We're all pointing our guns at each other.
1: It's not really like that at Isn't all. Isn't it
0: the same thing? No. Mm. Who blinks first?
1: I mean, I've blinked first.
0: no, I have I will. I always blink. no, you don't. I guess I do.
1: What are you talking about? You have absolutely refused to do anything to try to make this happen.
0: uh that's not true. It's so hard. I mean, I don't especially now that like we're we're looking at uh preschools,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it overwhelms me. It
1: is overwhelming. The
0: idea of, of another one.
1: Yes. I hear you.
0: You know, I honestly don't feel like I'm there enough for the one, let alone attention to two. Um, so that's, that's sort of part of where I'm coming from.
1: Well, they're not like Henry is still at an age where he just needs constant attention and vigilance. And they kind of grow up, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, of course I know that they grow up. That's what humans do. Yeah. What are you saying?
1: I'm just saying that, like, it will be hard for a finite period of time. Like, it will be very hard for a finite period of time. But that time, that period will end.
0: Right, I know. But, like, I'm, I'm worried about the stress of that period of time on us. As individual people who are in a relationship together. Mm, I hear that. And also, like, I just don't, like, I want to be able to give what I can give. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel
2: style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
1: I am in charge of this podcast. And
0: our life. Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> we have a voicemail.
0: Okay. Let's hear it. It's playing. Oh, well, it can't play until I hit this button. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Hey, excellent adventurers. So I am doing a voice memo because I'll probably have a lot of starts and stops because that's how my brain works. I am calling about the whole second child issue. Um, well, Doreen, I kind of understand how you feel. Um, I think I've sent you an email about this and not read on the podcast. Okay, so I have two children. My oldest is currently 22. My younger is 13. Yes, that's about nine years um, difference. Um, because I was just bound to determine that I was only going to have one child because we had her way out of our life plan or my life plan, and so one and done, I thought, and then right about eight years old, I just had a baby fever, and my husband was in total agreement, so we had our second one, and I love my second child. I love, love, love this child. He is amazing, but um, I have moments. Um, I'm 45 with a 13-year-old, and I have moments where I think to myself, I could be so free right now.
0: I could (laughs) be
3: traveling. I could be spending my money and not worrying about, um, saving up for college education. I wouldn't have to worry about staying in one location so that my child can have, uh, four years at the same high school because I feel my child is owed that because everybody else in the family has gotten that. So, yeah, um, yeah. That's just my take on it. Um, And I understand you saying you're not going to fight Matt. Um, Life is hard. It's hard to have um, everybody be happy. But I appreciate you both. Y'all are hysterically funny. I listen to you not because I have any issues with fertility, but it has helped me understand um, the issues more. And honestly, I followed Matt over from the Nerdist podcast because I missed Nerdist podcast at one point and went looking and found y'all. <laughs> so I love y'all immensely. And I live in a 2400 square foot home with the aforementioned two mm-hmm. children, a husband, two dogs, a bunny rabbit, and
1: that's it.
0: Mm, two dogs and a bunny rabbit. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty cool.
1: Um, Thank you for that.
0: I mean, I could totally see that. But uh, I think in our in our case, it wouldn't be so... It wouldn't be... Theoretically, it wouldn't be such a big gap. Yeah. But believe me, I know. Like, the idea of, like, we've sleep-trained Henry. We have succeeded. We have done it. Congratulations, us. He sleeps 12 hours a night. Yes. And then the idea of, like, oh, God, this one doesn't. Or this one is causing us to have, I mean, Dory can't function on less than nine hours of sleep. So it'd be tough. we we'll would be like, oh, we could be sleeping right now, but we had to have another one. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. We have another voice memo sort of along the same lines
2: hi matt and dory and henry and beau is jesse calling from vancouver bc canada Um, i'm about to go into my second round of ivf the first one produced three blastocysts but none were normal Um, i'm 42 years old and um, my partner and i are trying with donor sperm we've been trying for a couple of years to get pregnant Um, and before that i was married for 10 years and before I got married to my ex-husband, uh, we talked about having children. He was fully on board, but then um, after a couple of years of marriage, he sort of rethought things and r- realized that he actually didn't want the responsibility of being a father. And so we didn't have children. And um, at the time, I, I at the time I wasn't financially, or personally, or in my career, I wasn't confident or well resourced enough to be able to bring a child into the world on my own and because I was married I had made these vows and that was my ultimate priority at the time but then as I got closer to my 40s and as our marriage got increasingly harder and harder for us to maintain um it just became apparent that this was really important to me and that we would be better off as friends and so we separated and um And that has been actually an incredible relief. Um, He is a very obliging person um, and also had just completely different values than I did. And well, not different values, like some of our values are shared, like kindness and generosity. But he doesn't want the kind of family life that I wanted. He want, Ultimately, he wants a kind of bachelor style of life. And I think it took a long time for him to recognize that and for me to recognize that it wasn't just a phase. And I guess my message is that I think sometimes in marriage, it's just really important to realize that you might inadvertently be cent- centering your own life and causing another person's life to be compromised in ways that are really, really damaging and traumatic. And if that person's life is as important as your life, then you need to give that person space to realize their dreams. And if that means, um, Dory trying IVF another time, or you using donor sperm, um, I think it's really important to consider the weight of another person's life as being as equal to your own. Um, and I'm just so glad that my husband was able to do that to me as his uh, ultimately as his parting wedding gift, I guess. Um,
0: <laughs> oh. oh, That's it. So we're going to get some square footage there. I know it. Uh, Bye honey fun
1: okay you're gonna go live your bachelor life i
0: guess so is that what that was telling me to do i
1: think it was telling you to either let me live my dream or (laughs) get out of town (laughs) Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: which will you choose
0: i mean can't i let you live your dream in town (laughs) yes (laughs) how do i do that Don't understand.
1: I mean, I think you know what she was saying.
0: I don't, honestly. I think
1: she was saying, like.
0: I think what she was saying was you should make your life as important as my life and see my feelings and not want a second child, right?
1: Well, I think she was saying <laughs> I should see that for you and you should see my side of things. I do see your side of things. And I Absolutely. see your side of things, for sure. Yeah,
0: but there's no... I, here's the problem. Our sides can't... They, they don't seem to be able to coexist currently in the sense of like it's either have a kid or don't have a kid.
1: Yeah, I mean... So, or
0: rather a second child, obviously. Not right. Um hmm. Hmm. interesting. hmm I think you should I think you should go live your bachelor lifestyle, Dory.
1: Alright, see ya.
0: Bye. Leave me the baby.
1: Okay. You're gonna be the cool single dad.
0: Oh, I'm gonna be the best single dad ever. <laughs> I hope he can occupy himself for 14 hours a day.
1: Yeah, me too. Well, you'll have Bo. <laughs>
0: That's right. Wow, get Bo and Henry? Yep. What a deal. I gotta
1: live my bachelor life. I get it. Yep.
0: Thank God for spousal and child support.
1: Yeah, you'll be paying me. What?
0: Yeah. Wow, yeah. No, No. Okay.
1: Let's hear another voicemail.
0: Uh...
4: <laughs> Hi, Matt and Dory. I am listening to the pod. I can't remember which episode it was, but actually there's probably a few of them this way. But where Mac gets down on himself, and he just, um, he kind of sounds very similar to myself and the way that I talk to me. Um, We're very down. We don't really give ourselves much compassion. Um, My therapist and I have been talking a lot about this lately. And I haven't exactly gotten to the bottom of why. I'm not very compassionate towards myself, but I'm so compassionate towards everyone else in the world. But she did say something that helped me a lot. So I wanted to put this out there just in case Matt it gives you any solace. But she asked me what little Tiffany, my name's Tiffany, by the way. <laughs> she asked me what little Tiffany would need from me. And when I was thinking about it, the light bulb went off. And little Tiffany really needs me to be kind to her because not very many people were kind to her. So mm. Matt. Maybe a little Matt needs you to be kind to him. I don't know, just a thought. Love you guys.
0: Uh, that's an interesting uh, sort of thought exercise. I got to tell you little Matt would be pretty stoked right now
1: <laughs> cuz he has a thousand guitars. <laughs> <laughs> he has a thousand
0: guitars and and uh you know, a couple of PlayStation's. Set of golf clubs. A lot of computers. And a cool car.
1: But those are all external things.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. What? And no.
1: Yeah. And do all those things bring happiness? No,
0: they do not. That I can tell you.
1: So what What would...
0: I think, uh, I, honestly, a full uh, life... I think a full, you know, with my family, that brings me happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to, I like, you know, I really enjoy our Saturday evenings on the couch. It's nice to sort of ignore everything else and sort of not even go into my office. Yeah. Uh, Again, my office, I don't, you know, it's, it's, uh, it does, uh, I don't, this week, first time ever, I didn't go into my office. I know. Since we've lived in this place.
1: Well, for a day, you didn't go in. For one day. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, you know, that was a good night. We sort of, I just, we watched uh, Pottery, and mm-hmm. I went to bed early. Yeah. Dory goes to bed too late on the weekdays. Honest to God, she does.
1: I agree. I do not want to go to bed so late.
0: I don't understand it. Like I, think I don't know when it happened.
1: It crept up on me.
0: It's really wild. Like, you'll. I think, like, it should be a red flag for you if I come back out into the living room and I say, I'm going to bed. Oh, for sure. Like, it is a red flag. Because you just go, okay, I'll be in there. And I'm like, all right. And then I, like, keep your light on your nightstand on. I know, which is very nice. Because I think to myself, well, She's not gonna be able to see anything, and I certainly don't want the big light going on. Right. So, um, but then, and then she's like, she's like, I don't even understand. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, I'm playing mahjong on my computer on my iPad till God knows when. I'm like, okay, and then you know, it's not like on a weekend night when I can I can sort of uh, kick in some some help in the sense of like stay asleep i'll get i'll deal with henry like i can do that Like today i was like okay she's still asleep i'll go get him no problem. i
1: actually went to bed earlier last night
0: yes and you slept much longer than me mm-hmm.
1: um well the night before i went to bed way too late
0: yeah and the night before i uh, here's uh, here's what happened on friday night everybody i was i was like i i'm playing poker and I was so tired that I said t- to the game, I was like, guys, I can't, I can't, I gotta go. I tried to go to bed at 8.54 p.m. Mm-hmm. They peer pressured me. Mm-hmm. So I stuck around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I said at like 20 minutes before 11, I was like, 11 o'clock, I'm out. And I stuck to it. You I did. left the game. I you came, did. And I came in the house. And what do I find? I find wide awake Dory... <laughs> mahjonging a computer <laughs> and I'm like you realize that I was just playing poker with real people and I'm, I, I'm going to bed
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I went to bed and she was still mahjonging. That's true. I am thing?
1: getting very good at mahjong though.
0: That's fine. <laughs> but it's also like stunning to me how
1: the tables have turned.
0: How uh, late you're staying up. Especially during the week. Like if I'm going, I, I, like, I would say four out of five nights last week I was in bed before, way before you.
1: You were. It's true.
0: Well, that's crazy, guys. You know. You know my sleep pattern. And I'm still getting like, I'm still lucky to get four hours of sleep. I mean, I do have to wake up so early, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Dodo, what's your intention this week?
1: Well, my intention a couple weeks ago was to go to bed earlier. And then you failed. And then I was like, I failed my intention.
0: <laughs> you failed miserably. Yeah, I mean that's an easily achievable intent uh, intention. I it believe. is. It is. So why don't we restack your intentions here on this program? Okay. And let's All talk right. about it. Okay. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? What are your intentions for not the whole week? What are your intentions for the next two to three days?
1: In terms of my sleep. I didn't say that. Okay. Um, I would like to go to bed earlier. Yeah. That is definitely, it, it really affects me when I go to bed too late.
0: Is there any sort of way that I could help you with your intention? That's very
1: kind to offer. Uh Um, I think, I mean, I feel like you already, you do help by like pointing out, you're like, it's very late. Yeah. Why are you still awake?
0: I mean if if there if once that clock is two digits in front of the minutes, it's like she needs to be in bed. I don't understand. <laughs>
1: it's true. I really need to be like the lights need to be out definitely by eleven, preferably ten thirty.
0: Yeah. Okay. So why don't we set that as our intention for the next okay. three evenings?
1: All right, that sounds good.
0: Okay. Okay. So we'll have we'll have lights out at ten thirty. Okay. It'll be like camp.
1: Okay, that sounds good. Okay, but I can't read with a flashlight, and I can't read my like little reading light under the covers.
0: You can. Oh, I can. You it with a Kindle only. I only allow a Kindle. The book oh. light's too bright. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I that. I bought her a Kindle because it has a backlight, and then she's running around with real books like.
1: Well, because people send a me spotlight. Because people send me real books.
0: What is up with publishers not figuring out to send an ebook?
1: Look. I prefer an e-book. Whenever they ask if I would like an e-book or a regular book, I say, please send me the digital galley. Yeah. But sometimes they just send the books. Yeah.
0: No, not sometimes. All the time. Yeah. I would say we get seven books a week. We do. We get a lot of books. They're all addressed to Dory.
1: That's true.
0: And they're all not, they're all fucking galleys. They're not even.
1: No, some of them are are the actual books. Really? Yeah. The one I just read was the actual book.
0: Oh, that's right! You had the actual book and the UK version of the actual book. Yes, I did. That's right.
1: I got two I got two hard copies. <laughs> um,
0: that about wraps us up. It does. We have one. Yeah.
1: Well, we have one more thing that we have to read or understand it. Which is, um, hi Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I thought you might be amused to hear that the Goldbergs has recently been the subject of some controversy on a Facebook group called "Strategies for Teaching Chemistry Online." Hmm. There is a quote molecule drawn on a chalkboard in the background of one scene, and all of the chemistry professors in your audience were cringing. One even turned it into a test question for their students. Screenshot attached. I have the poster's permission to share with you. Anyway, I all wonder, who commented said they love the show, even with the questionable chemistry. Amanda, P.S., we're in 1,800 square feet in Portland, Oregon, with a husband, chocolate lab, and one two-year-old science baby.
0: You know, it's funny. There's, sometimes there's like, uh, if, if you ever see music on the back of the board on the Goldbergs, I wrote it.
1: This is really funny, actually.
0: Episode <laughs> <Absolutely>. of the <laughs> Goldbergs, the structure drawn on the chalkboard during a scene where Barry, uh, with Barry and his JTP friends, uh although there are so many things wrong with this molecular <laughs> drawing, what is the only impossibility? Uh let's see. Oxygen must have lone pairs, hydrogen cannot have two bonds, carbon cannot have lone pairs, and carbon or carbon cannot form four bonds. I think one three it's only forming three I'm going to go with the uh, hydrogen cannot form two bonds
1: alright well tune in next week to find out if Matt still remembers anyway, high school so chemistry the funny
0: thing about that is uh, so sometimes when there's like nothing on, I've if you ever see a scene in the, in the in the music room and there's music written on the board I've done it Um, because whatever was on there. So our art department does that stuff. Um, and sometimes the things on the board, like (laughs) there's been a few things that I've gone up there and I've been like, this is insane. Like an apostrophe was not in the right place or something on a sentence. And I just was Mm. like, I went up there and I fixed it. But then, when it comes to the, we always say on the show, "I'll handle all the letters from so and so." When it's something that's going to take a little more time to fix, mm-hmm. uh, so it's very funny that we actually got a letter.
1: Yeah, you did. You got a letter.
0: So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Corey, our 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 our, our production designer know that I've had to answer a letter from the chemistry community. <laughs> don't let it happen again.
1: <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Oh, wait, all. we didn't do a let's Patreon. Say hello to
0: our patrons. So let me tell you about Patreon guys. You can go to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. And there you'll find, uh, that this podcast gives out, uh, more content. If you support the show, um, at the $5 level and above, you'll get a bonus episode and your name read on the podcast each month as a thank you. It's uh, true. If you want to sign up now and get the entire back catalog of, of God knows how many episodes. You can do that.
1: It's so many episodes.
0: Um, But so here's the deal. Thank you, everybody. And thank you to the following people in particular: Sabrina Stern,
1: Sarah Prager,
0: Mackenzie Erickson,
1: Martin Hedegaard Peterson,
0: uh, Magana Prasad,
1: Kathy Hill,
0: Alec Meredith Fletcher, and Florence Babel,
1: Ashley Cicely,
0: Frederick Roy.
1: Michelle Kitz-Miller,
0: Ariana Perry, The Holterman Clan, Anna Crowder,
1: Carly Moore, April Cherry, Linnea Win,
0: Sherry Olson.
1: Um, why isn't it scrolling down? Christopher Finagy
0: is the next one. I can tell Thank you that. Thank you. Carrie Mills. Aaron, here comes the good. Christina Smith. Andy Pavlik. Chinami Worth, Diane M. Martin.
1: Janon H.
0: Madeline McCarthy.
1: Claire Plaucha. Anon. Lisa
0: Bove. Anonymous. LHN. Uh, Katie Allen. Ainsley. And Freya. Thank you all for supporting the show. Everyone, uh, stay tuned, uh, for, uh, more podcasts in the coming weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bye.
1: Bye.